Hey there, I'm Susan. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to the Eavesdrop on Us podcast, where we have real conversations about what it's like to be in business these days. Pull up a chair and welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Eavesdrop on Us podcast. I'm Jessica. Hey, I'm Susan. And this week we are going to talk about, I don't know if I've ever, it's like the theme of like our, our podcast. I don't think I've ever heard anyone really talking about this, but, but this week's topic is like the thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about. Cause we always talk about like finding new customers and building new relationships and onboarding, like everything that happens at the beginning. But this week we're going to talk about how do you say goodbye? How do you sort of wrap up or end a business relationship in the context of we're talking about an amicable end, not like, you know, something went horribly wrong, but like a relationship between like, you know, a coach and a client sort of has reached a natural end. Or if you're working with a vendor and it's like, we've kind of reached the end of this relationship. You know, how do you, how do you do that professionally? That's what we're going to talk about this week, right? I love it. I love it. And, you know, it's not even a relationship. Sometimes it's just a transaction. Oh, it has okay. come to an end and you say, thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so shall we just dive in? Cause I'm frothing at the bit to dive into this. Yeah. So, go ahead. So what prompted you to, to want to talk about this this week? It's an observation that I've had something that I consistently come back to as a woman in business. Men, this is not necessarily an issue. I think this is one of those issues where we can say men approach this differently than women approach it differently. You know, it's professional services as opposed to just pure transaction. You go into a store, you find an item off the shelf, you pay for it, you go, right? Um, Whereas the owner wants you to keep coming back, hence relationship, whereas sometimes it's just transactional. I came in, got what I needed, and I went on my merry way you know, no harm, no foul. But for those of us, like you, myself, attorneys, consultants, business advisors, folks that work in the professional services, you could even say dentists, doctors, so on and so forth. But I was was even going to say like from a service standpoint, it could be between the service provider and the client, but it could also be between the service provider and say a vendor or someone who's a subcontractor. Regardless. And that's really where I was going to your point. You know, this is not an isolated instance. So your question at the beginning was, where have you seen this? What's prompting you to want to talk about this? And it really just comes back to how do you say a healthy, loving goodbye? You know, how do you share gratitude? And I have consistently over 27 plus years witnessed some very unhealthy goodbye where the experience was on par. It was really good. And without going too far off the mark here, this is a lesson I'm bringing from our military family experience. You know, we were never in one place all two, but certainly not for more than two and a half years. So you knew there would be a farewell. You knew that there was going to be a goodbye at the end of that experience of living wherever we were. And over and over, I witnessed people either go through it gracefully or just a hot mess. And then I saw that mirrored into when I went into corporate the same darn way, which was so fascinating because I was I was in you know middle management going into upper management C-suite. 
So equally transitory too. You know, it's not in one, because everybody's moving up in their position, right? So you're not usually in one position for ever so long. So how have you seen it in your experience, Jeff? You know, people saying goodbye. I'm curious in your you world. Know, it's the thing that comes up for me, because I agree. I think that saying goodbye is hard. It reminds me of when I had graduated high school and we were all going to college and there was the, we all made it so dramatic. Like there were so many tears and it was so dramatic. It was like, we'll never see each other, you know? And I think- And you saw each other the next day. (laughs) Well, the next like break that we had, but, but I think some of it was our age and, you know, we, none of us had really gone through something like that before. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe so that you can stay up to date with all of our amazing episodes that we're going to release. And hopefully this has you thinking about things twice. Come over, have a conversation with us. We'd love to have a conversation with you to take that next step. But not with us, we're certainly going to put you in the right direction. Make sure you go over to IWantToCollaborate.com. Back to the show. But, you know, the thing when you were talking about that, that really came to mind is I think this is emblematic of just this is a sweeping generalization of our society and our inability to sort of let things sort of close on a positive note. Like it was good. It was great. For example, look at how many TV shows exist and how many movies exist. And it was like, well, there's the, the sequel to the sequel to the sequel. Like we can't just you know, we have Say such a hard you. time saying, thank yeah. you. This was amazing. It was like, we just can't let it go. So I I think that when it comes yeah. to, in terms of what we're talking about right now, business relationships, we generally have a very hard time oh, letting go and sort of seeing that something has come to its natural end. You know, I see this happen a lot with, for example, we spend a lot of time in the, in the coaching world, which is, you know, there's a coach, a mentor and clients. And I know we've been in groups where you've reached the natural end of working with that particular coach. And, and you're like, Oh my God, like it becomes this like dramatic thing of, well, I think it's a 50, 50, if I can interject there, I, I tend to see, honestly, it's, I I think I'm really being overly optimistic there. I think it's almost a 70% 70% handle it. It's the 30% that just make don't it know a how to say, mess. Don't know how to say goodbye, hot you know? Mess. And I I, yeah. I wonder why. I think it's, it's, I don't have the answer to it necessarily, but it is an interesting observation of why there is drama created when oh. you've reached the end of it. It's like, why does all of a sudden there need to be, is that what's going to make it easier for you to part ways? Often I, I, guess. I do come to that conclusion. I really genuinely do. Often I end up there. Or my conclusion around that, when someone chooses, as I would lovingly, generally sweeping way of saying trauma and drama, they, you know, they chose trauma and drama because it makes it easier to say goodbye. If there is, oh, you, you did this and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's easy to say, well, goodbye, you know, versus thank you for serving. We did a great thing here. I'm moving on. And I think it's really a mature way to approach it. I think it's also experience with it. Men do have a higher likelihood of learning how to just say thank you and I'm moving on. Women do not have that professional experience. We just tend not to. And for whatever reason, we tend to go into the relationship like, well, wait, whoa, whoa. 
it's done. Wait a second. I'm not ready for it to be done, but the services are done. Mm-hmm. But wait a second. I'm, I'm connected to you. I'm not going to wait. What? what? So there's a little of that. Well, if I create a kerfuffle, some trauma and drama, it's well, easier well, can, for me to- Help me understand so. what you mean by trauma and drama, because that's a general statement. It is a very general statement because it really depends on the individual delivering the whatever, because in all likelihood, everything's fine. It's okay to graduate from services. You know, you mentioned coaching and, you know, if you've been coaching with somebody more than three, four years, you might want to listen up because you, you kind of squatted and stayed too long. You need to move on. It's just like staying your senior year in high school, I'm very firm in that conviction. Sure, you would agree as a former teacher in a high school setting. I mean, if somebody was there for four years, what would you say in the fourth, you know, in 12th grade for four years? What would you? <laughs> oh, time to move on. Time yeah. to go learn something new. Time to spread yeah. your wings. And that's why I was saying, I think in some, in that specific instance, it's the, this is familiar to me. It's the emotionality. It's familiar. This is safe. These people know me. And then it's the unknown of like, well, what's going to happen next? So I think some people are like, you know, I'm going to stay put and, you know, but, but I think in the context of what we're saying is saying goodbye, positively moving on to whatever the next experience, the next relationship, the next then whatever coach, mentor, vendor, you know, team member or school, just going back, you've decided actually I will go get that MBA or I will get that PhD or, you know, I hope most folks will never close the door to learning and experiencing more, you know? So that's one thing I, I, I really make a point of teaching in our programs, but and it never fails to amaze me where usually it's the ones I don't think will do it, do it. Well, um, and, and so I think to go back to the question of like, what you say trauma and drama Oh, yeah. That can look like, for example, you reach the end of something that's been largely positive and it's the nitpicking of things as things are kind of wrapping oh, yeah. up. It's it's the, oh my gosh, did you remember how, well, actually you didn't do this or like this didn't happen. It's the nitpicking of things that happened months ago, yeah. right? It's the sending of long-winded emails, ghosting, yep. all of a sudden you've kind of just like disappeared or the other person has disappeared depending on where you are in that perspective. But I think that's what it can look like. And I think it's easier for people in some instances to do that. It's very easy, apparently, for them, because now I'm the bad guy or you're the bad guy or the other is the bad guy. It's not that. And there's the key here, right? This is something that it really fascinates me. There's no good or bad guy here, but there's this you did this and you didn't do that. So now, obviously, we have a good guy and a bad guy involved here. You know, one side as opposed to the other side, the other, if you will. Whereas, honestly, it just, it we've ended the road. We're good. You got this. I gave that. I got this and you gave that. Done. I, I wish you all the blessings and the joy in your next journey. And, you know, I have to say 80% of the folks we work with usually are fantastic with that. Well, I actually had a really positive experience recently with a client who wrapped up in June and it was very clear that it was very clear that this particular client had, we, we accomplished what you needed to accomplish as far as what I specifically was able to help this client with. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we reached our goals. We tackled what we needed to. And it was clear that this particular person needed something you know, the next step that 
was not yeah. in my scope of expertise. And so I just remember we had our last call and it was very positive. You know, it was such a model of like how to wrap things up. And she, you know, they said, thank you so much for such a positive experience. You know, I, I've really gotten so much accomplished. And I think I just, it was clear to me, we had reached the positive end of this. And I just said, you know, what's, what's next? What are you working on next? Where are you going with this? And it was, See, it was, it was moving it in that That's direction. Joyful. And I think some of that, you know, from a business owner, right? Because we're talking business owner and that's a, the example of the client, but it's like not looking at the, the finality of things like a rejection or this person doesn't want to work with us anymore. It's like sometimes, like you said, the relationship, the, the working relationship has reached its end. Yes. How do you avoid seeing that as a sad, emotional, I don't know. Is that the right and, way well, of phrasing it? So for me, it's... It, it's usually a person with a very, the mindset of all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And customarily, when I see a person present with an all or nothing mindset, they usually end up with nothing because it's really not a healthy mindset. In my opinion, of course, the clients that we choose to work with are usually where you know, they have an abundance mindset where some is better than none. You're not always going to get a hundred percent. And golly, I hope you you know, we all recognize we're not always going to get 100% in whatever we endeavor to do. You know, so you have to understand how do you make lemonade with lemons because you're not always going to hit the mark. So to your point, you had a really positive farewell. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity to work with you, all this. So I want to share with you an experience that I've had where, you know what, we worked really, really well together. And Technically speaking, the goals weren't achieved or realized. What were they? You know, there was a bigger picture in play, and I would argue that they were, as you might imagine. But it was still a very healthy, I wish you well. Clearly, you're ready for more um, support or, you know, a next step. And it was respectful and, dare I say, appreciative. And it was a natural coming to the end. It wasn't, okay client, go drop dead. You know, oh, you didn't renew with me. So the heck with you. I never understood that. I just don't understand that energy. I never have. So coming back to the very original point, how do you say a healthy farewell? In this instance, it was just, I approached it where, you know, I understand we didn't hit the mark a hundred percent, but we sure chipped away at it. And I think that's a celebration for you. You didn't quit on yourself in this process. You stuck with it. This is your first step towards that achievement. Yeah, you. And they agreed. They agreed. And they're going on to learn other aspects about their business. So they're going to work with a financial advisor. And I think that's smart. You know, they're going to get over any of the resistances and the challenges they have around money and forecasting for their business. But I think that's very wise. I thought that was a, an evolved decision for themselves and the business that, because I don't work on that. So yeah, please, more power to you, man. I, I think it's a terrific move. Well, can we dig into, which we haven't yet touched on, why does this matter? Like, why, if, why are we even talking? Because we're acknowledging that saying goodbye is hard. I think a lot of people know that. I think it's complicated, especially when it's a service-based relationship-based kind of scenario to say goodbye. But why do you care? Why do you, Susan, care so much about how we say goodbye? Like that clearly stood out to you when we were talking about like, what do we want to chat about yeah. this week? I think it, it it stands out to me because it's such a feast or famine, all or nothing mindset when someone 
you know, I have to blow up the bridge behind me. And to me, it's an unforced error. Why does it have to be an all or nothing? I don't understand that, number one. Number two, I don't understand why an individual would rather create trauma and drama around what could be a very healthy experience, a very positive experience with what could be just a simple thank you. I, I didn't achieve 100%, but when there is 100%, when we did nail it, we did do everything. See, that's what I'm digging into. Like, well, we're, always ta- we're talking more about the like, wait a second, we, we you know, nailed it, it. we crushed yeah. it, we did great. Yeah, to me, it's like, seriously, you're going to get childlike after all of this amazing performance. Now, with one former client, I did call it out because it's like, are you serious? Are you really speaking to three months ago that you were annoyed that you couldn't get this day in time to meet with me as one of the reasons for not continuing working? You're digging deep. And meanwhile, we've taken them to two and a half million to, you know, knocking on the door of three million per annum. But that's another conversation. But what that told me was it's really hard for this person just to say a healthy goodbye. I don't have the answer on this one, Jess. I don't know why people do it. I think that digs into like, there's probably wonderful experts out there who are like, I can offer you the answer to that. I think we've touched on like, yes, it definitely is difficult for people to say a healthy goodbye. But I think when we think about the kind of work that we're in, which is relationship-based, it's, yes. you know, it's very yeah. much like we are the face of our business. Most of the people we work with are the face of their business. The implications of not being able to say a healthy goodbye it's unfortunate because then it just taints the experience, I well, think. And just, I think also- It's so unsatisfying. It's like, seriously? It's like, you're going to diminish your achievements? You kind of kicked it. You crushed it. You 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 hit the pinnacle of the mountain. And now you're going to be childlike about this. It leaves a, a little bit of a sour taste. Do you think there you are know, any like implications to like, what I'm trying to get at is- Besides souring the relationship, what are the other consequences of not being able to say a healthy goodbye? Oh, I would go back to the feast and famine, at least from my perspective. Yeah. You know, you're going to end up with much more less opportunity and experience. And it's very short-sighted, very, very short-sighted. I trust and have learned from 27 years of being in you know, the people business in one fashion or another, whether it was government, academia, or private industry, when you work with people, it's an investment in that person. Sure, you're going for the outcome, but I've always been relationship driven, always 100%. Before it was the cool thing to say, we were always doing that. But I think, you know, when people do it, I just get totally frustrated. And I think why I would encourage folks to take a look at number one, it's not a healthy boundary. You're really lacking healthy boundaries. Because you're emotionalizing something where it doesn't, well, I guess that's not really the way. See here, I get frustrated with my not knowing why they would do it. But in your experience, what is it that you would have hoped they had done instead? Actually, no, I know. I I think it's one of those where... You know, if the if we're speaking about the situations where it was in fact a positive exchange, yeah. we did meet the goals, and there were no challenges as far as you know breach of contract kind of situations, right? We're speaking to those kind of scenarios. I think it's just from the coaching sort of service based perspective because that's the world that I'm heavily in right now. I think the service provider could probably 
do better communication up front in terms of like winding things down. I think sometimes people feel like, oh my gosh, I wasn't ready to reach the end or, you know, there's the, the fear that comes from it. I think there's a better way that sometimes we can prepare our clients for whatever that next phase looks like. Because I think in so many instances, it's like, well, I, I feel that I've reached the end, right? Cause I, we've talked about yeah. this. I've worked on it in my business. I've implemented it. I don't know what's next. And that's a little terrifying. And again, this is all me just taking my best guess. I think at that's it. really interesting. No, I, I love the, the insight there from your perspective, because I do think, you know, we can learn to be a bit more transparent with our clients in the sense of saying, okay, we're in the last quarter of our work together. You know, we may want to take on the potential of us not continuing. And so let's talk about how we would handle that. Now, you know, it's funny because I do talk with people about how do you get into limited partnerships and how do you say goodbye? It's much like how an attorney would say, well, you're getting married. Had you thought of how you're going to divorce because it could happen, <laughs> right? So, you know, and, and I think that is a lesson that we could wrap in our lessons with our clients. And I think that's that's a productive outcome of this conversation. And I think on the other end, right, just thinking about as someone who is seeking to work with a service provider or working with a vendor, yeah. right? We're on, we're on, we're not the service provider, we're the client, I guess, or the, yeah, the client. From a client perspective, I think it's one of those where when you approach a situation, it's kind of like what I said about the movies, you know, we kind of look at this, like we're going to be with this mentor or coach forever. I'm going to work with this vendor forever. And we think about it as like, you know, that no one's going anywhere. Nothing is going to change. Like, and that sounds kind of crazy, but that's, that's how I think a lot of people potentially operate and I think if we think about business as this, you know, you're going to evolve and you're going to adapt and you're going to change and people, coaches, mentors, vendors, uh, you know, other people are going to come into your business and help you achieve what you need to achieve. And then they're going to reach a natural end. And that's just how it is. That's just yeah, how it is. I think celebrate it. To me, being a good, healthy hedonist, I, yeah, you're not going to take an opportunity to celebrate something away from me. I, so I've always approached things like, High five, we did it. This is great. Thank you. I appreciate the effort, the time. As a, And I'm speaking as a client. This has been great. I can't wait to come back some other day. And I can tell you straight up, we've been at this for nine years. We're still working with vendors from the first year. Yeah. It's some, sometimes it's you know? like we, we've needed certain individuals and yeah. their skills are continually needed, but we've had various coaches. We've had, you know, different types of vendors come in and out and they've brought wonderful things to the table. Yeah. And it's the us saying thank you, but then the other person being like, great, we accomplished it. It's not a rejection. In other no. words, the ending of things is not an emotional rejection. Again, if, assuming that we're speaking about a positive engagement. So let me tell you about a positive thing that's going on right now. I've mm-hmm. been working with the, this woman for... I think it's three and a half years. We would have been going on to four years, but we're both recognizing that, you know what? You're ready to graduate. You're ready to take that next step to another program, another perspective, another skill, another voice. And we're coming at it rather organically, to be perfectly honest with you. But it's also teaching me where, yet again, this is a client, because I have three already in this situation, 
She'll be the fourth to step into it, but it's just once a month check it. You know, it's you've been advised, you've been taught, you know this stuff, and fly, fly, butterfly, go do it. And if you need an SOS or a soundboard, I'm available to you. So it's not, it's never like a, a, it's never a, we're ending things and we'll never talk again. It's the all or nothing. It's the, it's the looking at things from a perspective of let's celebrate like all the amazing things we accomplished in the last three years. And and and, and also that's, that's why I said earlier, I think as service providers in that specific moment, we could show here's what we've accomplished and here's what's next for you, right? You're moving, you're moving in that next direction. And so, yeah, I I just, I can't tell you how joyful I am so profoundly grateful that it's going in that particular direction. And I think it's something that we're both keenly aware of. But I think out of this conversation, I'm getting clarity that that may be the model that I take on going forward. I hope folks listening to this may get something from that too, you know, as to how can they take a positive step forward on that. And honestly, if you're listening to this and you can help me figure out why people choose to do such let's know. <laughs> help a sister out, man. Just, you know, kick me a line or two in the comments. Well, and and to be know. fair, I feel like we should probably say like, this doesn't, this isn't something that happens every day, but it, no. is, per- it is perplexing no. when it does happen. We're like, yeah, wait, why, why are you doing what? that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe once a year. And when it does happen, it it sticks out like such a sore thumb. We've also witnessed and heard, you know, lots of instances from our own clients about that. So Susan, I, what would you say to someone who has gone through that maybe as the service provider, like they've kind of received this surprising kind of drama filled goodbye or just kind of soured at the end when it didn't have to, what would you say to that person? I am so deeply curious as to what your thought is on that. And then I'll chime in after. I was going to flip it. I was going to say it to someone who is seeking to add trauma or drama to it. No, just what would you do? I think one, it's if you truly as the business owner service provider did what you needed to do, right? You fulfilled Mm -hmm. on the agreed upon deliverables and you did that to the best of your ability and you provided the best possible service. And that's sort of how Mm -hmm. things end. I think it's just having the awareness that it's hard for people to say goodbye. I think that sometimes it's easier for people, like you said, toward the beginning, it's easier for people to do that because then they can just move on for whatever reason. I'm not going to pretend to, to explain why they do that. And then you know, I think it's just, if you did what you said you were going to do in the way you said you were going to do it, you can rest your head at night and just know that like some people have to process closing a chapter, saying goodbye, moving on in their own way. And sometimes it Mm -hmm. does not come out the way that we thought it would. I mean, a hundred percent. There's, you know, a hundred percent with you on that. I'm going to be a little more, perhaps more vulnerable in this. And I'd be lying if I said that as a woman, it's a go-to, right? It's easier in our head and we receive it. I'd be lying if I didn't have that quick moment. Oh gosh, what did I do? Or what did I not do? And honestly, either my soundboards around me will help me get 
a little bit more grounding and tethering and kind of sorting it out. But I do do that inventory of, okay, to your point, did we show up in what we assured we would? Is there anything here that we fell short of the mark on? I think those are questions that people just in general should be asking themselves. You should, right? I think this is being professional and introspective in your professional commitment. But I don't linger there too long. And I, I certainly don't do that. Well, they're a jerk. And the first thing I usually go to is, yike, okay, did we have a misstep here? What happened? Because somebody is expressing that they're really not comfortable and not liking what's going on. Then I usually go to, okay, do a self-inventory. Did I make a misstep? And if I feel really strong and confident in that assessment, then it's usually a, okay, are they having a hard time with goodbyes? Because we've reached the end. It's okay. Sadly, it really does end up along those lines. But then there were times where, you know, it doesn't, but more often it's that. And I really do take a page out of the lesson from the guy on this one, because boy, do they teach us lessons in business. Because being in finance, being usually the only woman in the room, uh, you better learn a lesson or two. And I did. And I can promise you, men do not do this. If there is a client that, you know, just kicks up dirt and dust and, you know, well, at the end, they're fine. They sleep through the night and they, they move on. And I think there's something to be learned there. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge it and say, huh, I wonder if there's, you know, a lesson. You know, I always come back to, I appreciate you and I appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I hope that you're, you come to peace with this. And I, I look forward to reaching back to you in the future. You know, I will reach out to you. This is not a goodbye from me. This is just, I can't wait to cheerlead you in your next step. And, and I'll, I think, I'll be just as proud. I think that, oh, you know, what I was thinking, you know, what will we say to the client that is sort of having a challenging time mm-hmm. with the prospect of closing up that chapter, moving on to the next you know, I would say if you think about their seasons and there's things are not final, you know, the the vendor you start with is not going to be your permanent vendor. The the coach you work with right now is not going to be your coach forever. And I think if you think of things in that more of that way, less permanent and more fluid and you know, yes. you're going to evolve and adapt as a person and celebrate rather, which is, it sounds so much easier to say, because I know also like- It I, stinks going through it. It does because it's also the bittersweet of like, oh, I love this person and what they've done for for me and the business and there's the bittersweetness about it. But it's also the celebrating of like, wow, look at what we've done. And yeah, I think if you look forward of like, there's a little bit of mystery and unknown with where I'm going to go next, but I trust in myself. I trust in what this person has done and guiding me in my business and, you know, I can, I can move forward more positively. You know, and thinking about that, it's such a great way you frame that. A colleague, Stacey Martino, Stacey and Paul have a terrific business and it's all about relationships. So if you ever have a moment, check their materials out. But Stacey taught, we were in a program together and we were both students and Stacey mentioned, you know, employees aren't meant to be with us for their whole lives any longer. They'll be with us for a particular time. And as we share space and history with them, 
Let's be mindful as business owners. And that's a lesson I took from Stacy. So your sharing just triggered that recall from that positive lesson from her. And that's one that I actually share in our programs. You know, just remember the days of staying with a company for 35 years and getting a you know, really nice watch at the end of it are long gone. They're the exception, not the rule. And so enjoy the employees that are with you during that time. Celebrate their skills, knowledge, and abilities in that time. I want to take that lesson into folks that we work with, because Mm -hmm. I think there's a need in the marketplace for people to be mindful of this, both in the business and externally, to your point about vendors and colleagues and joint ventures and limited partnerships. Mm -hmm. Such a great way to frame that. So I appreciate you putting it that way in recalling Stacey's most amazing lesson that be mindful. It's not always the end, it's the journey. And how we want to have this journey is a real powerful, powerful thing. We can make that choice to make it joyful. I think we've uncovered, we've unpacked a lot. I don't think we, we still have some questions, but I think I we have talked lots about, of questions, <laughs> lots of questions, <laughs> but I do so, think, you know, the, the curious phenomenon of clients, customers, vendors, partnerships, kind of ending on a sour note when the relationship overall was positive. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to invite the, anyone kindly listening to this. I mean, it, you know, chime in, teach us, share with us. If you have some insight and an answer to this, I warmly welcome it. It would just be amazing. All right. And with that, Susan, I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe and to stay updated, head over to IWantToCollaborate.com. I'm Jessica. And I'm Susan. See you next time.